You're listening to A Weird Mimosa. Check failed and you're all alone There's only one action to take Well, maybe two It's a bonus action When the goblins are all around Your rogue is dead and the cleric is down It's time to bust out and cast My favorite cantrip My favorite cantrip The one that makes you slow down My favorite cantrip Go zip, bip, bang, fizzle, and boom My favorite cantrip Shoot sparks and colored lights My favorite cantrip Makes dope sounds in a room Your sidekick has run far away Your familiar's been sent back wild to the fae There's only one course to take Make colored sparks and a hasty retreat Toll the bell and run like hell And pray to all the gods For my favorite cantrip Ah. Well. Holy cow. Lance. Reagan. We've come full circle. We, We have. We are back. Oh my gosh. Back. To life, back to reality. No. This is being cut. <laughs> sure it is. Yeah, we've come all the way around, back to where we started. Mm-hmm. One cycle of our anthology. Whoa! One whole chapter has closed. One whole chapter has closed and a new one a begins. A new one is beginning. That's just crazy talk. We're back to Uskar. And dear listener, can I say? Dear reader. Thank you for being with us on this journey. It has been so delightful to have you as our as our boon companion. It has been great. Um, and what fun that we get to come back and have the second chapter in the story of, of Uskar Fireforge tonight. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, let's jump right into it. Let's do it. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Uskar is ready. <laughs> he is. He promises. <laughs> Uskar. Yes. You find yourself. Do I? In your new apartment. Oh. Oh. Yes. I must decorate. Tell me what your new place looks like. Well, it's in a warehouse by the docks, and it was given to me by some weird tiefling. Therefore, it has one whole wall that is colorful graffiti in various languages. And the rest of the walls have holes and spots of mold and things crawling. There are cobwebs everywhere, but one beautiful chandelier still exists from when it was no, it's always been a warehouse. (laughs) But there is a... It was a chandelier warehouse. Maybe. Don't know. But there is a nice corner for Uskar to lay out his bedroll. And he pulls over an old rotten crate... And puts his new friend, the samovar, on it, and he admires it. My name is Sammy. No, I make Uskar's tea. No, he made that go away. It is not saying that. <laughs> no yes ending to that. He made it go away. Uh, have you set up a little workspace for yourself at all? Was there a table or anything like that for you? Yes, yes. I have pulled over heavy workbench and set up all my tools. And I've tinkered a bit. I found bits of metal and wood and stone, and I've created a tiny golem that has no life. It just sits there and looks at me in a creepy Pinocchio fashion. So a figurine. A doll. A golem. A dolem. With, with no life. 
You have two dirty windows that look out over the uh, warehouse district Very of dirty Kasha. windows, very large windows, one of them lets the rain in. Well, on this morning, in your new apartment, the bustle of the wholesale market is in full swing mm. because it is never not in full swing. Even at night. It may slow down a bit at night, right. but it's never completely gone. And it's in full swing this morning when you wake up on your bedroll in the nice corner of your room. And as you stretch and, and prepare to sit up, you notice a small bird apparently waiting for you at the hole at the window that normally allows Another the Another fucking in. bird greeting me when I wake up? <laughs> what is this, goddess divine? Hey, this is a different world. This is a different character. Hey, mister! <laughs> I did not say it was a little cherub baby. It's just a bird. Ah, good morning, bird friend. <laughs> the bird, upon seeing you wake up, hops forward and in a most disturbing way, tilts its head to one side, opens its mouth, and Gregor's voice comes out. And, and I tilt my head to the side <laughs> and look at it and try and watch its beak patterns as it do this, does this because I'd be able to make someday little mechanical bird that do the same thing. Yes, I did not know Gregor was artificer. <laughs> the bird says, Hey, Yaska, a little bird told me, and now he's telling you, ha ha, about a job that just might fill out that jeweler's kit you got from me. Marvello Edelstein, that guy that did tea jewelry over on Pluff Avenue, well, he left town. His landlord needs the space cleared. He's not paying anything, but whoever does the job gets to keep anything they find there. Seemed up your alley, so I came to you first. If you want the job, just go over there this morning. Let the bird know your plan and send him back to me. Have fun. I hope there's no sand. Ha <laughs> ha. Ah, salvage work, yes. Uskar likes salvage work. Find all sorts of tinker things, tool bits, little bits of wood, metal. Yes, bird, you tell Gregor. Yes, I take job. It tilts its head to one side and repeats back to you, I tell Gregor, you take job. Yes, I just said that. And it flies away. Need better AI on that. <laughs> Beastie. Come, Samovar. I put you in my pack. You come with me. <laughs> the samovar uh, remains silent. Of course it does. It's an inanimate object at this point. <laughs> and do you head straight over? I do. Um, well, no. I make some tea. Mm. Uh, in Sammy. Well, of course. It's a samovar. Yes. I make some tea in my samovar. And I get my collection of tools together. You don't know what you're going to find in a salvage job. So I Very make sure wise. to... Uh, Pull together my set of lock picks and little things like that. There could be cases and shelves and so on that need opening. Uh, I get my smith's tools. Never know when you need a hammer. That's a good or some point. pliers and tongs. And I'm going to go ahead and take a, that lousy half a jeweler's kit that I got from <laughs> Gregor um, as, as well. Um, yeah, and I'm going to put it all in my pack and, and kind of... In little dwarven fashion, once I have my tea, maybe a little fried egg. Mm. Um, no. I whip up a raw egg in some fruit juice. Wow. And just a, you know, it's something that the lizard folk used to do and taught me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Full of protein, full of vitamins and minerals. Great way to start your day. Great way to start your day. Kickstart that. Jumpstart that. And then I, uh, I head down to first floor through ancient furniture lift in warehouse that I have to operate by hand because there's actually no lift there anymore. Just ropes going up and down a shaft. Squeaker, 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 squeaker. I must oil squeaker, that when I get squeaker, home. Squeaker, squeaker, squeaker. Yes, must oil that. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'll, I'll, do I know where this, this place is that Gregor referenced? So go ahead and roll an insight check. Great. 14. Excellent. Uh, so you uh, know you know where the place is. You've heard okay. about this guy. He was n kind of notorious. He was flashy. He he did a lot of tea related jewelry. So the the what does that mean? Like he made jewelry. He was a jeweler. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he he did all kinds of jewelry because you know busy 
sure. Worf. I mean, he he was able to get all kinds of is things. He's a well-known jeweler. But like, he is well-known. Like high-end, like yes. he made a lot of money. Yes. And with that insight, you also realize that you overheard someone at Sandy's saying that Marvello, who owned this place, uh, landed a fancy patron in another city, left in a hurry before the patron changed her mind. Oh. So he, he got an opportunity. Somebody came, saw his stuff, and, uh, and, and he boogied on out of and town. And he just left his whole workshop and everything behind. Well, he took a lot of stuff with him, but ah. the place needs to be cleaned out uh, because the landlord wants to re-rent sure. it. Sure, he left his someone. junk. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're you're going in to clean up the junk, and you know you know roughly where it is. You know where the district. Yeah. Cool. How long have I been in Kashafen now? A couple of days. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just enough to kind of get my feet under me. Yeah. All right. I mean, you tell me, but you've probably been hanging out at Sandy's some. Yeah. You've got I your... have not gone back into Gregor's shop, I'm however. sure you haven't. Gregor thinks of you as a friend, but I, I understand where that might not be mutual. Well, he gave me guff, and I'm not ever going to forget that. <laughs> you see Jolene in Sandy's if you Jolene. go there. Jolene. 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 Ah, yes. <laughs> I think of her often. Charlie is your landlord, and Charlie and Joey work together, so Joey's been around a little bit. <laughs> Somehow, they all came down out of the foothills and found jobs in Kaj Hoffman. <laughs> Charlie, Joey, and Jolene. Look, the They've been nothing but a family of coal mining tieflings, <laughs> but here they are now, getting jobs in the big city, working their way up. Soon, we might hear them on Homebrew Country. Singing those sweet Stevedore songs. Those sweet Stevedore tiefling songs. <laughs> well, Pluff Avenue is off of one of the main streets in the retail Would war. you spell that? P-L-U-F-F. Pluff. Pluff Avenue. Not P-L-O-U-G-H. Nope. Gotcha. Pluff. P-L-U-F-F. Look, the street is lovely, but it has no highfalutin tendency. I just wanted tendencies. to know how to spell it. There ain't no look. It was fine. <laughs> Pluff Avenue is off one of the main streets in the retail ward, a small but quaint side road that entices one to walk down it. It's covered with old growth trees. It's shady, brownstone type buildings, mm, very sounds, sounds nice. residential with oh, yes. boutique type places. I've walked down this street once before. I found it very charming. Yes. <laughs> Most of the businesses here are upscale, quietly classy boutiques, jewelers, and by appointment only type addresses. The shop you're looking for has a rich wooden door with a cut glass panel inset painted in gold scrolling letters reading Marvelous Marvellos, the art of tea, jewelry, and fine repairs. When you try the door, it's unlocked. Is this a stone building? It's like a brownstone building, yeah. Um, can I do a history check on this building, on, on the, the stonework? Sure. And use my stone cunning? Yeah, go ahead. See if I can get a little sense of the, the neighborhood and what have you. Uh, that's going to be a 24. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, the stone itself was carved out of a rock face many, many miles from here and imported. So someone was clearly spending some money to build this building and you can sense that it has been well cared for and weathered over time you can kind of sense the shape of the building inside once it was a single residence on this street mm. probably when those trees were just little saplings sure. but now it has been broken up into several Clearly upscale, but mm. several apartments, okay. and the first floor has been made into a business. So Marvello didn't likely live in an apartment in this building. He likely just had the the business below. So my business here is not in the whole brownstone. It's just in this first first, first floor. floor only, and it has like some businesses do. There's a little walk down that mm -hmm. goes into it, but it. It's not It's not much. It's like a step or two that goes sure. down into it, slightly inset, and, and the business has glass windows that have display in them, or what would be display. They're empty now. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I will uh, walk down the little stairs, and um, I, I'm not even going to bother to knock or anything. I mean, from what I understand, no. it's, it's abandoned, so I'm just going to go ahead and, and I'll try the door and see if it's locked. It's unlocked. I'll go on in. Excellent. Inside the shop, 
You find a small, well-appointed space with built-in shelving and glass cases for display. They are all built-in, so this was cl clearly intended to be a shop or someone spent quite a bit of time kidding it out Got to it. be a shop. Around the room are a few dust bunnies. The cases have some sun-faded oh, pads of- bunny. Oh, you're cute, little fuzzy. Oh, 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 oh. no, not again. Hedgy, where are you? <laughs> The dust bunnies do not attack. They simply scamper back under things and hide. The cases have some sun-faded pads of velvet left that have the outlines of necklaces and right. jewelry and things on them. And you see a few receipts on the floor and counter. Clearly, there is more to this first floor than just this one small room. Do I see any doors, windows, anything else that look like they lead to another space? Yes. There's a little area that had clearly been a desk that was kind of a checkout area. And beside... The counter. Yes. Um, and beside the counter, there is a door that leads back into a slightly uh, more dimly lit area. I will uh, pull out my samovar and kind of dust him off. And, and put him on the counter where I can keep my eye on it and where it can infuse. And I think I'm going to uh, investigate this room I'm in. I'm told this is a salvage job, so I'm going to investigate around and see if that's the case. So go ahead and roll an investigation check. Okay. 21. Oh, dang. Searching around, you're able to find some bags and boxes that were left behind Again, some receipts empty? and dust bunnies, but all are empty. However, as you're looking around the room, you can see tinkerer to tinkerer. You can see that the workshop is where anything that was left behind would actually be. He's not going to take... A workshop. You mean that space behind that I haven't been to yet? Yes. It's a workshop. Yes. Okay. You can see that it's there's a, some work tables back there. You actually see at least one tool hanging on the wall from where you're oh, making a circuit. Oh, so the door's circuit. open that leads back into it's there. Just a, it's just an open... Oh, it's a doorway. Doorway. Oh, okay. 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 I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought there was a, a door in it. I didn't know I could see it. Cool. And so basically the sense that you have is that... There is some cleanup of dust and dirt out in the front room, but the salvage okay, job is in the back. I don't find anything. But the salvage job is the back room. And that what is available to you here, like he would have taken all of his jewelry and anything of value with him. Well, at this point, I'm not looking to take stuff. I'm just trying to get a sense of, of what's here and, and what I need to clean up and, and all that. Are there uh, any brooms or mops or anything like that in evidence? You will find a broom and a dustpan leaning up against a wall. There's a little box that has some rags in it. And with my uh, investigation, did I find any secret doors or traps leading down into a basement or anything like that? You did not. Okay. You definitely would have. So okay. there, there do not appear to be any of those, at least not in this outer room, for sure. Okay. Well, before I go into the into the workshop or, or whatever, I'm going to... I'm gonna start whistling. I do a little sweeping up. I use a box to take all the dirt, and I pile the boxes and bags and uh, all those things in, into a pile and take them out and put them on the stoop. And then I come back in, and some of that very, very fine velvet I take out of the shelves, even though it is a little sun faded. It's very nice. Would make nice cloak for samovar. Oh, make. <laughs> Oh, make velvet-lined carrying case for samovar. Oh yes, yes. So I take some of the some of the velvet off the shelves, and the rest of it that I don't want, I'll just I'll just kind of roll up and, and put with the trash. And once so, I've got once that front front room kind of cleaned up, then I'm gonna kind of go behind the counter, and I'll just kind of stand in the doorway to the next room and just kind of look in there. I'm not investigating in there yet. I'm just looking in there to see what I see. Okay. You see a workshop with quite a bit of clutter left mm. behind. Chips and bits of metal are on the workspaces and on the floor. He did not take good care of his tools and his things. Materials have been left scattered on shelves and oh. in half-open drawers. Oh, Marvolo is not a dwarf, no. no. There are tools, notes, and sketches hanging from the walls as well as laying on the counter. Mm. It looks like he grabbed the things that he used the most and took off. First thing I do, because I forgot, I go out and I take the receipts from the trash pile that I had 
taken off the floor of the front room and thrown away, and I put them in my bag of holding. I want to look later and see if they're... Give me indication of where to buy things, vendor receipts, so on and so forth. Then I go back into the workshop, and first thing I do, I examine the pictures and diagrams and graphs and things on the walls. I want to see what sort of things he work on, and if there's anything that I can take to use for my own artifice. And I bring Samovar back to back room with me. Okay. <laughs> Samovar is just sitting on a counter now? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go well, ahead. in the workshop, yeah. Go ahead and roll either perception or investigation okay. to peruse the walls. Ooh, 14. Ooh. <laughs> not as good. Not so good. 14 at level two is pretty good. It's not bad. It's just not a 21. Exactly. Well, your last one was a 21. Good. You set the bar high. I know, I did. I set the bar very high. <laughs> don't set the bar so high if oh, you don't want me to fault. judge your 14. <laughs> So you look around, you see all kinds of things pinned to the walls. You see uh, something that might be the beginnings of some blueprints for a self-heating samovar, but you can see right away why that particular design wouldn't work. No, flawed, flawed design, yes, yes. You see all kinds of sketches for very fancy jewelry. Much of it has tea-related paraphernalia worked into it or incorporated in the designs. Uh, you see several notes that make no sense anything whatsoever. Anything that looks, besides the self-heating samovar, anything that looks mechanical or kind of self-motivating or moving or or anything that would interest kind of a an artificer. Not so interested in jewelry, no. Okay. Self-heating samovar, good idea. I should incorporate the good parts of that into my design. So you can take that and you find three other things that appear to be mechanical in nature. Um, I must spend time examining, though. I I don't know all the ins and outs yet. I will examine. Everything else is related to jewelry, uh, scroll work, engraving, uh, inlay. Can we say that that for the future that those maybe uh, influence what some of my future infusions might be? Sure. Cool. Without making a big deal out of it, but just, that'd be cool to say, hey, I I found this (laughs) idea in this shop. Just for flavor. I think it'd be fun. And I'll say that any infusion that is available to you, if you want one of them to be from Marvellos. I might pick something that seems particularly, like, jewelish. Okay. Well, once I look at diagrams and blueprints and things, then I wish to examine tabletops and work surfaces and things of that nature. Not interested in cases, boxes, crates like that yet. Just surfaces. Okay. See what I find. Maybe he working on things and I find something he working on. Maybe I... Oh. Oh, self-heating samovar. I have samovar. Oh. Problem is he no use the right gem. If I find gem. Oh. So I will look around on table surfaces, countertops, things like that. Okay. As you are looking around... Oh, go ahead and roll investigation. Just... 17. Nice. He clearly left in a hurry. Some of the stuff that's left behind is perfectly good. Mm. And you are able to find all of the missing things from your jeweler's kit. Plus a couple of spares. Cool. If if you would like to take them, you find nearly the equivalent of two full jeweler's kits. Yes, I in take. There. I take them. I take them all. Excellent. Additionally, there is quite a lot of scrap metal and components around the room that are mm. still usable. You understand why they were left behind. They are technically scrap, but looking at them with a seventeen, you know that it's about five gold pieces worth oh. of scrap and component. Oh. If you were to collect it up, I take all that. I put it in my bag of holding. Excellent. So then you start looking around. There's one or two tools that you don't really know what they are. They look improvised. Um, Maybe like he was just in a hurry or grab. One of them is just a straight up hammer. It's not a jeweler's hammer. It's just a hammer. Oh, good hammer. It's half broken, but it's okay. Oh, no, no, no. I could make some of these tools, but, but why? What are they? What do they do? Samovar, you tell me, what do they do? And I tap my samovar and do uh, one of my magical tinkerings. And I get it to say, I'm Sammy the samovar. I don't know what that tool does. 
over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm Sammy the Samovar. I don't know what that tool does. I'm Sammy the Samovar. I don't know what that tool does. <laughs> that definitely never gets old. Okay. <laughs> so you also start pulling I'm up and... I'm Sammy the Samovar. I don't know what that tool does. <laughs> Just imagine that playing in the background Just this whole time. Just over and over and yep. over. So you also notice some half-open drawers, and you see that there are some things in, in drawers. You find some more components and things I'm like that. I'm just being methodical. I'm not really interested in drawers and boxes and crates like that. Yeah, I'm just looking at surface tops, countertops, things oh, like that. Oh, well, if you're only looking at surfaces, then uh-huh. you find what you find. Okay, cool. Now I'm going to look <laughs> in drawers and, and boxes and crates and all that kind of stuff that might hold something. Cabinets. Excellent. Oddly, there are no cabinets left in this room. Hmm. You can see the faded outline of where they probably were, but he clearly took the big stuff with him. There's no large boxes or crates. There are one or two boxes that match the ones you found out there that were probably like jewelry boxes. Um, If you investigate inside those, they're they're empty. Uh, They were laying on the floor. As you start to look through the drawers, however, you are able to, that's where you are able to flesh out your jeweler's kit to beyond a full jeweler's kit. And in one of the drawers, it's a low drawer. It's the last one you look in, in fact, and it's a big, deep drawer. You know how workspace is off. Yeah, kind of over in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's twice as deep as an average drawer would be. And in it... How big is an average drawer, goddess? Do not make me pull out a tape measure because I will do it. And in five hours, I'll have an answer for you. Fair enough. So you open that last drawer and in it, you find a large box resting against the back of the drawer. It's kind of behind some papers. Again, for the self-heating samovar, he really did not have Mm. a handle on how the mechanics of that would work. Clearly, he's not much of an artificer. He should stick to jewelry. Um, speaking of, before we get into what I find there, can I, can I do, as an anthropologist, I'm curious as to what motivates people. Having spent time in this guy's workshop, and can I maybe do an insight role or something and get something of, of the nature of, his name's Marvolo? Yes, Marvello. Something of the nature of Marvello, what, what kind of person he is, what motivates him? Yes, Besides but tea. is there a skill like arcana or history or something that comes along with being an archaeologist? I can't remember. Anthropologist? Um, I don't remember without going to look it up, but I'm trying to get insight on a person, right? Right. So I think, yes, you can roll an insight check to see if you have any uh, instinct yes. for what type of person Marvello oh, was. Yes, Marvello. Hmm. And I take out my notebook and I start jotting notes. I itemize everything I've found so far, even the velvet. Do you talk about the state of the place? Oh, I don't talk, I'm writing. (laughs) Though I do make some notes in the margins about how he has not kept it very well. Clearly, he's a sloppy man. Oh, it's a 21. Dang. You're a... Your anthropologist brain is in overdrive as Uh, you're looking around. Oh, Oh, he he spent time there and... Oh, he knows about that. Oh, ah. Do I get a sense for age and race and skills for Marvello? And See another tiefling? <laughs> Is he related to Jolene? Another damn tiefling. <laughs> <laughs> no, you sense that he probably was maybe a half elf or a, a human. You you don't get it's a kind sen- of a skittish kind of guy or kind of. I mean, more than anything, you get a sense that he was a little absent-minded, mm. but very, very focused on beauty. Ah. It is funny that someone messy could also make things so beautiful, but you, even with as short a time as you've been in town, everyone knew Marvello's work, and it was highly prized. No one was surprised right. that he managed to land a fancy-schmancy patron. So he was a little bit fastidious in how he dealt with the finished products, mm-hmm. but clearly a little bit messy in how he got to yes, the finished products. I understand. When you focused, things like cleanliness go out the window. Yes. Uh, very well. I return to the unusually large drawer. <laughs> when you pull open that drawer, there are some papers in there. Ah, I look and through them. 
Uh, when you look through them, again, it is more paperwork on the self-heating samovar. He really didn't seem to have a handle on I put those in my mechanics. bag of holding. <laughs> um, and to review later in my little bed cove. <laughs> the bed cove. The bed cove. I like that. Yes. Behind that, you find a large box in uh-huh. the back of the Whoa. drawer. What is this? What is it? Samovar. What is in box? I'm saving the samovar. I don't know what that tool's for. You'll be quiet now. I Can I pull the box out of the drawer? Mm-hmm. Okay, I will do so. Okay. Upon pulling the box out, it is an intricately card, carved box. It looks old to you, and it was in the process of being worked on. The etched bronze lock appears to be original. However, there are now three finely wrought beetle accents inset into the wood around the lock. There is a fourth indentation card. Accents in, in what? Form. like they're like they're part of the lock or they're just decorations on the box are encircling the lock and there is a fourth indentation carved clearly intended mm. for a fourth beetle ornament like to be maybe marvello in. was was like working on this box and okay yes. okay with the insight check that you got before your instinct in seeing marvello's workplace and where this box was is that this was either Maybe it was work for a friend or for somebody that was paying him in trade okay, or so it something. Look, it just got pushed off. So it lot. doesn't look like something that he was working on for himself in spare time to hold something important of, of his own. Maybe, maybe not. You you mm. aren't certain, but okay. y- it, it doesn't look like something that was prioritized heavily. Gotcha. It was sho- clearly shoved into the back of this sure. drawer and kind of forgotten about. Okay. Is it locked? When you attempt it, yes, it is locked. So I'm going to uh, investigate the box and see if maybe I can see if maybe it looks important, even though it hasn't been worked on for a while. I mean, nobody goes to the trouble of taking an antique box and carving little things to put decorations in unless it's important. I want to see if it's trapped or otherwise magically enhanced or anything like that, because I'm going to try and open it here in a minute, but I want to know what I'm getting into. Why don't you go ahead and roll an Arcana check? Okay. Okay. 18. 18. You sense that there is a, some there is a trap to this and it does appear to be magical. You don't know exactly what, like it doesn't seem like a, a straight up needle trap or something like that, but but yes, there's something about this that is definitely trapped. I was hoping with investigating it and if I rolled high enough to get some sort of idea as to to what the nature of it was and what I could do to disarm it. It is an unknown trap to you. Okay. So I will take out my thieves tools and uh, try and uh, unpick the lock. Okay. Huh. 21. Fantastic. You get that lock open lickety split, and it's remarkably easy for an old lock that you were pretty sure was trapped. Ah, uh, well-oiled. Yes. Yeah, you, you're impressed. You might even want to investigate this nice lock. lock. When the lock clicks open, you hear a humming and a whirring noise. Coming from the box. Coming from the beetles on top of the box. They detach themselves. Oh, no. And now begin to hover. Why is everything in this town? Oh, (laughs) no. Please roll for initiative. Five. (laughs) What? That's what I rolled. (laughs) Oh, okay, Uskar. Here is what happens next. The first beetle that came up off the box begins doing that thing that carpenter bees do where it's like... (laughs) No one one knows what you're doing. Explain that. (laughs) So carpenter bees will hover right in front of you and they move very uh, very oddly. They, They move in this like quick to the side and then they stop and right. hover again and then they zzz, to the side again. So it's just again. kind of hovering and kind of looking at me. Yes. Like, are you made of wood? <laughs> so it goes zzz, 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 and then it dives down into the drawer where you hear it rummaging around in the drawer. Rummaging? Yes. I hear a bug rummaging in a drawer. Yes. Okay. Yes, you oh, do. I close the drawer. <laughs> okay. So you've got one closed in the drawer. You'll stay there. I come back for you later. 
Don't okay. eat anything in there, you. The second one. Roll a percentage die. Oh my. Uh, it does that thing and flies straight at you with oh, an intent oh, to attack. Oh, oh little bug, no. <laughs> it is going to attempt to bite you with oh. its big old pincers. Uh, it has pincers. I put up my shield quickly. It gets an 18 to hit. Does Oof. that hit you? Yeah, that, that hits me. My AC with my shield is 18. Okay. So it pinces you. Pince, pince. Oh, 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 you stop. Oh, and... I smoosh you. Bug. <laughs> I don't like bugs. There's clockwork gears going click, 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 oh, click, click, no. click. And I know what you are. It do- Ooh, max damage. It does nine points of piercing damage. Okay. So it does a big pince, pince. Oh, ow. Oh, I, know. I don't like you at all. <laughs> oh, And no. then... The next beetle goes, it takes a gander at you, and it tries to fly at you to attack as well. Does a 21 hit? Well, an 18 just hit, so yeah, (laughs) probably. All right. You take two more points of damage. Two? Yes. Okay. Now it is your turn. Isn't there a fourth one? Oh, there's only three. Correct. Okay. There's only three that you know of. Sweet. Well... How close to me are they? I assume they're just right there. So yeah, just... it's on the workspace right in front of you, so they're within your space, really. They're melee range. Okay. Well, I don't have a whole lot I can do other than try and hit one with my Warhammer, so I shall do that. That's an 11 to hit. That does not hit. I figured... I am going to take the opportunity attacks and try and back the hell up my 25 feet out of this workshop. Knowing what they are, they're not going to chase you out of the room. Then yes, I move out of the room. Okay. And then I will observe what they do. Okay. The two that are now hovering, I am picturing them as carpenter bees with big pinchers now. (laughs) That's all I can see. (laughs) 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 Oh yes, carpenter bees, bad. They eat wood, yes. And and they go click, 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 no, click. They are quite furry. These are not furry at all. They are, oh, no. Though, I like gears. Yes. Oh, I'm very hurt. Oh, oh, well. You can see little wind-up tick, 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 ticks on their, coming out of kind of their butt. And they have little wings. They're highly... I can see little tick, tick, ticks coming out know, of their the butt. Little, little winding mechanisms where they like can be... Like a key? Um, not like, like a, a key, like key? a like a watch. Oh, winder. like a little okay. Yeah, and uh, when they fly, cool. you can see their their little cogs and wheels right. and stuff underneath their wings. They are a little bit bejeweled. Yeah, uh, they they have clearly been the the metal that makes them up has been heat treated, but also they've been inset yeah. with little gemstones. They They're quite beautiful. So the two that attacked you are hovering right over the box, mm-hmm. and they keep going. I didn't get a chance to see what was in the box, did I? You did not. Okay. The box is now unlocked, but you have not been able to open it. You are hearing ting, 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 click, 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 ting, 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 click, 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 coming from inside the drawer. Mm -hmm. And the two that are hovering, one of them settles back in to its hole in the box Uh and becomes one with the box again. Uh And the other one goes down and goes... And pulls the drawer open just the tiniest little amount and scurries down into the drawer. And you hear more click, 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 tick, 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 click, 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 tick, 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 tick. Well, I guess I'll go back in. Okay. And I'll try and get to the drawer in time enough to push it closed. I'm going to have you do an opposed dexterity check with the beetle that has re-inset itself to see which one of you reacts first upon getting there, whether you can get to the drawer first or whether the beetle gets back up out of the hole first. Okay. 14. Oh, the beetle got a seven. Okay. So you are able to get to the drawer and slam it closed if you want to. Yep. Excellent. So the drawer is now closed, and you hear click, 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 coming from inside the drawer, and the beetle that was inset is now hovering in front of you. 
So am I considered to have taken an action then, or do I still have I will say in my that, that that was a free action, and you can take your turn now. Um, I'm going to swing at that little son of a bitch with my hammer. Okay, go for it. Twelve. You are not able to hit it. That is a oddly, even though you were faster than it, it's a dexterous little booger. Sure. And it goes. Right. Okay. The one that is left outside. Oh, it immediately, instead of coming after you, for some reason, it goes down and attempts to find a way to get into that drawer. So it goes down and it goes ding, 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 and pulls the drawer open just the tiniest amount and skitters inside. You hear tick, 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 in there. Well, I'll close the drawer again. Okay. And now there's no bugs attacking me, right? Correct. They are all in the drawer. I'm going to look at this damn box, and I'm going to open it and see what's in it. Okay. Uh, Upon opening the box, you see a fist-sized crystal in there. Crystal. Crystal. Can I tell what, is it just like crystal? Is it just quartz? Yeah, it's, it's like a big chunky chunk of quartz. Oh, it's quartz. not a gem. It's just a big, a, literally a big chunk of crystal. Yes. Okay. But it's quite beautifully faceted. It was clearly... Oh, it's cut. And, uh, it is. Oh. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and roll an insight check. Insight check. Okay. 17. Mm. You think that crystal is probably worth about 100 gold pieces. <laughs> oh. 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 Samovar. Look at crystal, yes? I know, you have no face, but look at Crystal. <laughs> uh, yes, would look very nice when you would accent the blue. Yes, I take you and put you in my pocket. No, I close box and put box in my bag of holding. The inside of the box. Yes. That's holding the quartz. Yes. Is it? Does it have like foam or cloth or something holding? Yeah, uh, so it was clearly... The- whether the box was made for this crystal or not is unclear, but whatever Marvello was doing with it, he had put velvet and inset the box so that it would fit the crystal. Does it look like I could modify it to fit something else? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's a very fine wooden box. It, you know, I don't mean modify the box. I mean modify the stuff inside to, to hold something different. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. It, that was clearly something that Marvello put in. Okay. What else is in this room? You have now pretty much found everything okay. that's in this room, and you do have a drawer full. I'm going to die if those things come out and attack me again, because I'm well below half hit points. I'm thinking I might just clean this place up and walk away. Okay, so do you lean something against the drawer to keep them in? Do I need to? Well, they've opened the drawer several times. From the outside, they have. It's true. Sure, I, I lean something up against the drawer. Okay. Uh, so you can hear them just clicking away in there. Go ahead, while you're doing your your cleanup of the space and trying to avoid the sound of whirring and buzzing and clicking coming from and the drawer. I am fascinated by these little by these little bugs, but again, there's three of them, and I just I just don't think I'm going to risk that. I would like for you to roll a perception check, okay. please. And you know what? You're cleaning up, so you can roll it with advantage. I'll take it. 14. As you take a second, as you start pulling things uh, off of the walls that have been pinned up there and things, you notice that there are several hastily scrawled handwritten notes on the wall. Hmm. Like written onto the wall? No, pinned to the wall, but they're, they're up there, but they're handwritten. They're not like sketched out. Like what you had pulled down already were sketched out and seemed more intentional. These are just like personal notes. Scrawls, notes. Okay. Yes. One of them appears to be a grocery list. A couple of them look like supplies that he's going to need. And then as you're pulling those off, one falls out of a stack of old grocery lists and falls down. And you notice that it says, Beetles, Scarab Select. Uh, it's just a note that says, Beetles, Scarab Select. Yeah, so Beetles dash Scarab Select exclamation point. Okay, I will... Uh... Put all those notes with the trash. I will clean up the room and haul all the garbage and everything out onto the stoop until everything is out and gone. Then I put uh, my samovar in my bag of holding and I sit down and after, after having worked for, I presume, several hours cleaning this place up, 
I'm going to sit down and have a have a good couple hour rest. Oh, excellent. Uh, you, and you can do that. It's the perfect time of day for that. Why not? I'm going to get back three hit points. Okay. Better than nothing. And I'm going to slowly and gingerly approach the drawer. Okay. The, the drawer. And as I move up to drawer, I shout as loud as I can, Beatles, Scarab, select. And this whole time you've been hearing click, 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 whir, 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 and they fall silent. I hold my shield ready and slowly open the drawer and then jump back. Okay. As you do so, all four of them as one go. Four. There are now four of them. Oh. Go. Were they propagating in there? And hover right above the lip of the drawer. I said, Scarab Select. And they hover there and look at you. Go over there. And as one, they go over there. Go to sleep. They all land down on the ground. And do they stop moving and whirring and clicking? Mm-hmm. Oh, good beetles. Very good. And I'll pull up, I'll move forward and I'll pull open the drawer all the way and I'll look and see what's left in there, if anything. Go ahead and roll an investigation check. Nat 20. Ooh, dang. Which makes a 26. <laughs> uh, you find several hairs that lead you to, li- <laughs> to believe that Marvello had black hair. <laughs> What? <laughs> With a 20, no. you find everything that's in the drawer. No. You, you find a little bit of belly button fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> um, you do see uh, one, it looks like one of the teeny tiny jewels that had been inset in one of the beetle's wings has fallen out and is in the drawer. And uh, you see one receipt that you missed in taking all the paper out of that drawer before. I take the hairs. You And I put them in my pot. I found them for a reason, I guess. Goddess told me they're hairs in drawer. I suppose hairs are purposeful. I take hairs and inspect them for mites and then put them in pocket. Maybe I make something special of them later. Give to lizard folk sweetheart if I ever meet a lizard folk again. Oh yes, I go to Sandy's and see lizard folk every day. I give them hairs. Yes, good idea. And I, and I scoop up scarabs into a hand. Excellent. As you scoop them up into your hand, three of them, but one of them goes pop, and it turns into something different in your hand. As, as soon as you scoop it up, it shifts, and now it appears to be an amulet. It, it almost just it stops looking like a beetle and now it looks like a beetle amulet okay no idea what i'm supposed to do with that can i do an arcana check or something yeah. and see if i can figure out what the hell this thing is yeah 16 oh nice yeah so you are thinking back on what you know about clockwork and mechanical items and sometimes makers that work in clockworks will put a timer on them or um, a completion on them so that when they reach a certain point they will convert into something else it's kind of like a maker's mark thing Uh, sometimes it's an inside joke sometimes it depends on what their purpose is if they've fulfilled their purpose they they turn into something else okay and with a 16 you are also able, if you would like, to know what this now is. It now is a little copper amulet. It doesn't look like a beetle anymore, but it doesn't not look like a beetle. It's like it's solidified, um, as if maybe it wouldn't be able to be opened except using jeweler's tools anymore. If you put your ear to the amulet, you hear faint ticking and whirring noises that come from inside of it. And you sense strongly that if you make an attack roll while wearing this amulet, one time a day, you will get to forego a poor experience and get a 10 instead huh you can only use it once per dawn until the next dawn once until the next dawn uh, but you now have a clockwork does this look like amulet. marvello's work it does i 
he was such such shit with the samovar. What? <laughs> How did he make such a nice item? I don't know. Really, Marvello, that samovar idea was shit. Most of it. Hmm. And you also now instinctively know each of these beetles at some point will transition into something else. You don't know whether they'll go into the same thing and I don't or something know when. different. Correct. Do I know with my Arcana check whether I have to activate them in some way for them to do that or they'll just do it at some they're, point? They're likely on a timer that you don't know what the timer okay, is. So they'll just do it. It's not something I do. Correct. Okay. But you also now know what their activation code is. so you can. But until them. then, I can activate them. Yep. Okay. And tell them what to do. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, is the amulet something I can go ahead and put on, or do I need to put it on? I mean, it doesn't have a string on it or anything. No, so if you don't have a piece of cord or string, no, you probably can't put it on. Okay. Was there anything in all that kind of junk and scrap and stuff that... Oh, I'm that sure I... you found a, a cord or okay. a piece of silk or I'll, something uh, like I'll that. Put it, I'll put it on. Yeah. 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 Excellent. This is very nice. Oh, yes. And um, so I'll take the scarab beetles, and I'll take the amulet, and I'll... And I'll leave. Fantastic. And I think I'll head over to Gregor's place. You're going to head over to Gregor's? Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So you make your way over to Gregor's? Hello, Gregor. Hello, are you here? Hey. Hey, Oscar. How you doing? He- hello, yes. I went over and did uh, the Marvello job. Ah, you, how'd that you... go? Well, once again, I enter a shop and something's attacked me. So You got some bad luck, friend. Uh, do I? Or... Is it you, Gregor? <laughs> Why would it be me? I don't know, but anyway, I just wanted to let you know it was done. Shop is cleaned out and cleared, and oh, uh, the landlord's going to be super happy uh, about excellent. that. Did you did you find the rest of your jeweler's kit that you wanted? I found many things. Yes, yes, I did. Thank you. Is this? You got anything you want to sell in here? Should I? Well, I don't know what you found over there. I... I'm an antiquity shop. You find any antiquities? I sell you one set of jewelers tools now since i now have two well let me take a look no i sell you one set of jewelers (laughs) tools now all right you are able to sell him one set of jewelers (laughs) tools which uh yes uh you have time for drink at sandy's oh yeah i was just locking up let's go get a drink at sandy's let's go get a drink where where's hedgy i want to say hello to hedgy hedgy's sleeping with marmalade the cat ah hello hedgy and you uh uh, yellow thing. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Hedgy uh, seems kind of happy to see you uh, yes. and uh, sees your samovar and goes and takes a lick. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Varnish, varnish samovar. Yes. <laughs> thank you, Hedgy. Uh, make it special and better. Make, make good tea. Uh, yes, Gregor, let us go to Sandy's and have tea. That sounds great, friend. Let's go. Okay. And that's where this chapter ends. Ah. All right. <laughs> Got your hedgehog varnished before the end. Gotta get the Samovar hedgehog varnished. <laughs> it's just a thing that's just gotta happen. I sure hope the next adventure Uskar has does not involve going into a shop and being attacked by something. <laughs> That so those retail... little clockwork bugs are, are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Retail therapy is a thing. Re- I need therapy after that retail <laughs> after experience. After all the retail. <laughs> yeah. Who, who knew? Who knew? Well, let's do some quick thummies. And yeah. then we'll take a little break great. and talk about the session. Sounds great. So, first of all, you used no magic. I didn't. I... I you know, my... Yeah, I did not. Um, you know, uh, Artificer Magic is, is pretty limited, particularly at level two, which is what I've got the same spells I had before. Guidance, I could have used Guidance, but it's an action. I wasn't going to waste an action. Magic Stone is a bonus, but you got to be ranged. And as soon as I got in, out of range to do something ranged, the things were no longer there as a target for me. Um, I could have absorbed elements, but there were no elements to absorb. And if I'd done Tasha's Caustic Brew, I would have destroyed everything else in the room. So, That's yeah, there was, there was no magic to to be used. Um, so let's there. just talk about thummies. Well, so we can't do thummies on magic today. So let's talk about. Yeah, we don't clock- have any cantrips. To no talk cantrips about. to yeah. talk about. So uh, let's talk about our clockwork beetles instead. These were magic. Thummies up, thummies down on clockwork beetles. I liked them. Mm. I liked, I didn't like, 
I hated him. <laughs> I hated him. So from a sense of an opponent, two thummies down. Oh, okay. But as a sense of just a cool thing, two thummies up. What's cooler than a clockwork beetle? Well, particularly a clockwork beetle that turns into something else useful. So uh, what about you? Um, what I'm, do you think about that creature? I love a clockwork beetle. And I have been trying to find some... Shout out to Cobalt Press again for that. Seriously. I will tell you that, as with everything, I modify slightly because sometimes you have to and sometimes you want to. But these are supposed to be the size of a cat. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. And in your case, they Thank are... Thank you for not doing The that. size of a coin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted something <laughs> that could be inset as jewelry. Right. And I was like, dear God. Whoa. It's just a sculpture flying right. around the room. Ah. I don't know how something metal the size of a cat flies around a room. Clockwork like. Two thummies up. I, I really like the clockwork beetles. I think they're great. And I'm going to give a bonus two thummies up to the fact that you actually got to keep them because there was a shot you were going to just destroy them. Um, Not the way I was rolling. <laughs> Clearly. Well, we'll save that we'll, for the commentary. We'll save that for commentary. But I really wanted you to get at least one beetle that you got to keep. Two thummies up for your description of their movement. <laughs> loved that. The carpenter bee thing. Loved that. Absolutely. Yeah. Dear listener, we're back. Hooray! Hooray! Huzzah! Huzzah! Huzzah, huzzah, huzzah. (laughs) (laughs) Again, I am just hating, (laughs) but loving those clockwork beetles. Those are cool. Those are cool. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Yes. Clockwork beetles, I know where they came from. And again, we did it during the episode, but uh, shout out to Cobalt Press. Yep. Toma Beast, is that right? Uh, Yes, I believe so. I think Um, it's Toma Beast 1. Great book. Dope producers of content. But that idea of converting them to something. Yes. That's neat. Yes. And Is that it, your idea? It, no. Really? I wish it had been. Uh, but they have hidden timers. The most talented gear mages occasionally design a clockwork beetle with a hidden Ooh, countdown Marvello clock. the gear mage. Yes. That silently ticks down over time. And that time can be minutes, hours, years, or decades. Let's give thummies to Cobalt Press. I think we should. Thummies. Thummies. thummies Four to Cobalt. thummies to Cobalt Four Press. Four thummies for Cobalt Press. But yeah, I That's thought that really cool. was too cool. Yeah. So I actually had it. I actually had it built into the mechanics that one of them had a. If you reached a certain point, you would have one that would pop turn into its thing. The That's timer cool. would go off. I love that. Here's the other thing that I thought I was so clever. And this is where sometimes <laughs> the dice have their own story. And Mrs. Fox has an opinion about that too. We have been hitting Dice God oh land so much lately. I want to talk about Dice Gods in a minute. Because here's the thing. There were multiple things that each beetle could do, mm-hmm. and I had to roll for it. Oh, is that what the percentage dice were yes. for? Yes. Okay. So not only one of them was only a straightforward attack beetle. Right. The rest had various other things I that they see. did. One of them was in pieces in the drawer. So oh, one hence of, the click, 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 yes, putting it that together. Yes, they were trying to put it back together. And um, yeah, they 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 were supposed to do various different things, but every single dice roll was just the straight up attack roll. Yeah, oh, Mrs. Fox. Mrs. Fox likes that. Clearly, the dice gods as well were speaking uh, to me today. I don't know if you noticed this. Every skill check I made yeah. was really good. Yeah. Every Anything and everything having to do with initiative or attacking was terrible. Crap, yeah. Crap. It was not your day to fight. It was not my day to fight. And um, our first session, Uskar's rolls oh. were poor oh. on that. Do you remember how long it took him to, to whack that thing? He that had a hard down? time. He really needed Gregor. He really mm. did. I'm starting to get a feeling that uh, dice gods think that Uskar is going to be more of an explorer. So now I'm trying to think of what the heck does Uskar have or how does he get a friend or whatever and able to. And of course, yeah, would you be his friend, Mrs. Fox? <laughs> uh, when Sammy Samovar comes on the scene then Mm. there's you know there's which now he gets to right Um, that is something I'm really excited about I'm excited for that too can I tell you something that I'm really excited for what's that I kind of feel like this session today this episode was really about 
getting Uskar that thing he needs to move on. Yeah. So in that sense, it accomplished its goal, but I don't really feel like we really dove into like world or exploration no, or anything today. No. And I'm looking forward to that. I am too. This felt a little mechanical. Today. And I, I will be honest huh, with you. Forgive uh-huh, the pun. Uh-huh. I will be honest with you. Um, I wanted to give you an interaction that felt like you had actually earned yeah, something sure. in, in the yeah. experience of this. But it is true that I knew that without some way to get your samovar online, right. that it, it was, was going to be, be hard. Yeah. To, like you're certainly, it, I'm not going to send you on the road right. without, without a samovar or whatever. Yeah. But also... I, this is one of the places that I struggle, and I've talked to you about this recently, that DMs have different approaches to the early levels. Yeah. And some people are like, early levels, whatever, in the deep end, there you go. And some are like, I'm actively trying to kill you right. in the early levels. And then there are DMs like me that are like, they're my babies. Right. I want them to succeed right. and have the best chance of being an adult. And I'm not sure that that always serves everything well, but it is something that I fight against in trying to make sure that you have enough to do, but you're so squishy before Which level three. It's funny, I'm not. I have an 18 armor class. That is which pretty is high. great, actually. Um, you just and, have such few. And yet you nailed it. Um, I've such got such few I've got, hit points. I've got 19 hit points. Yeah. What, you know, at, at this level, again, it's like. What kind of damage are these things even doing? Here's you know? the thing. But they, it rolled max damage. They don't do that much damage. I didn't but figure, it rolled but it max rolled max damage. Yeah, yeah. And I was just like, well, shit. In two attacks, you hit me twice. Yeah. With an AC of 18. I mean, that, again, the, the dice gods are, are saying Are telling a there. story. Yeah. Yeah. And that really is, that's the hardest thing, is when the dice gods take over and you're just like, well, this wasn't the way I thought this was going to go, but we're going to roll with right. it. And and that's okay. Um not to go too far down this this kind of technical path, though, either. Artificers really aren't meant as stand up and fight sure. kind yeah. of things. So, so far in both of the encounters that Uskar has had, they have played to all of his weaknesses. Mm, yeah. um, I'm interested to see what happens when something is at least, doesn't have to play to his strengths, but is at least balanced. You know, um, the whole thing with artificers is really they make constructs. They make things to do all these things. And presumably they're a party or something like that. Now, maybe it's my mistake for making an artificer <laughs> as a duet. Uh, but I just love him as a person. And that's why I created him. Um, so I don't know. You know, yeah, he's he's good. He's got a plus seven to hit for Christ's sake. I mean, I. I did not you know? think that this was an unbalanced no. interaction. But so I will say that too. Again, sometimes the way that the roles yeah. happen just tell a story of their own because I, I really did not think that this was but gonna be the Everything that it was. he could have done really in combat, except whack with a hammer, uh, required him to be at range. Yeah. And so far he's not been at range to anything he's encountered. So just interesting. Um, I'll be interested to see how it uh, uh how it moves forward i love the tie-in with gregor um i love the apartment um even though you kind of let me create it but uh um yeah i I think uskar's uh well on his way and now now he can have sammy yes that and and i am not in any way going to feel guilty about railroading the possibility that sammy could happen (laughs) or at this early level right i think it's great right I wish I could say, let's talk about the cantrips. But we can't. Didn't use any. No cantrips. Though, uh, Uskar does have two of them. And what are they? Um, They're guidance, which we've talked about uh, before. It's one of the cantrips we've talked about. It's it's where you can add a D4 to uh, certain things, but... Uh, and magic stone, right. which I love, and but I'm you've I be keep at range. waiting to use it, and I have not had an opportunity. He's got a little pouch of, of river stones. And, <laughs> uh, anyway, Something. what about you, Goddess? Uh, what else about this episode for you? I think I feel good about what we've talked about with yeah. the episode. The biggest thing was the clockwork critters, and you've got a cool, snappy new medallion to wear, right. and some some little. Now that we're and... over the screen, mm. uh, is that out of Xanathar's? The, yes, the, that is the... What is that, Amy? I will tell you. 
It is the Clockwork Amulet out of Xanathar's Guide to Everything. It is a wondrous yet common item. And Dear listener, I'm sorry. I, I was trying, this this was something that I kind of struggled with is how to tell you what it did without talking about right. dice rolling as a character. But when you make an attack roll while, while wearing the amulet, you forego rolling the d20 and just get a straight up 10. And then you can do that once per dawn. Well, I think that's really cool. Yeah, you can get lots of new toys. And dear listeners, if you don't have Xanathar's Guide to Everything or don't have access to it online, there I use Xanathar's all the time I when I'm too. creating stuff um, for its its magic items. For, for one thing that the DM's Guide doesn't have, it's got them all listed by rarity. Yeah. If yeah. you just go by the Dungeon Master's Guide, everything's just in there uh, alphabetically, and it's great. You've got the descriptions and all that. But with Xanathar's, you and I have done this several times where we've started a party at like 6th level or ninth level, and we want them to be, the, those party members, to pick something. By that level, you should have some magic. Right. And it's super easy to go into Xanathar's and go, okay, you get a rare item, and you get two uncommons, and then and there, there, there they are. But the other thing is that people forego all the time. I'm so glad you put this in. There's this whole list of just common magic items. Yeah. They're common. I love a common They're magic everywhere, item. everywhere, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, tankards of, you know, never ending and, you know, spice pouches and uh, yeah. uh, staffs that turn into flowers, you know, uh, fun stuff. And and I really find that you can get a lot of good flavor yeah. there. And also, I like that it doesn't require most of those common items. You just don't need to attune right. to, so you can yeah. throw them at common. your party yeah. and have a lot of fun with them and see right. what they can do with them. Right. So I don't yeah. mind the ghoul gnawing on old bones <laughs> down here. Absolutely. Well, I love that you threw something in there for that because I, I love that whole list of common magic items out of Xanathar's. Definitely, Lance. It is time to close the anthology for today, I think. Oh, my goodness. We're going to close the cover on this book today, huh? We are going to close the cover on this book. So, listeners, readers, we hope you will join us on Patreon, where you can check out some deep cuts and maybe even catch a glimpse of Cockabee Horcus Porcus himself what? if the Beatles don't get him first. <laughs> Hello, I'm Rinka. <laughs> I'm the only Beatle left. Oh, my God. We can't let Cockabee oh, and Ringo get together. Paul's still alive. Shit. Oh, dang, Don't Lance. Don't let Paul McCartney hear Yik. that. <laughs> Lance, any shout-outs today? Yeah, uh, a couple. We have a new T-shirt coming out. I am so excited about this T-shirt, I can't even. They who loom, dear listener. <laughs> they who loom. The most adorable elder god ever. Indeed. Though, I pulled out the Cockabee Horcus Porcus character sheet. Oh, dear. I did. Does he... He is a warlock, though it was they who lurk. Oh, he was they who lurk. Yeah, well, that was the that was the initial. That was what got us started. Yeah, is that they, they who, lurk. who lurk? We couldn't remember that, and, and it they became who lurks, they who loom. They who lurks now looms. <laughs> they who lurks has begun to loom <laughs> because they who lurk needed a hobby. Indeed. In fact, I think Cockabee Horcus Porcus may be the only warlock of they who loom because they who loom is just really too shy to have that many relationships. The, the things that I'm excited about about this t-shirt, aside from the fact that it's freaking adorable, right. is that we are doing one of them as a pink v-neck. Oh, yeah. And they who loom likes pink best. We should do a pink baby doll. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd yeah. wear that. I'd wear the heck out of that. Do you have anything to shout out? No, you've shouted out everything I was going to shout. I've shouted out all the things. You have shouted all the things. Aha. So, folks... Find us on all the social media. On Instagram, you can find us at Destiny underscore Manifest and The underscore Goddess Divine. On Twitter, we're at My Fave Cantrip. And check out our website at www.myfavoritecantrip.com. Thanks, dear listener. Thanks, dear listener. Until next time. We'll see you later. That was a weird mimosa, y'all.